Talk 5, The Two Sisters. And so Mary hung her love and her longing desire on this cloud of unknowing, from chapter 16 of The Cloud of Unknowing. Listen to this reading from Luke's Gospel, chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a certain village, where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks, so she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. It's an interesting and instructive story. How do you read it? Some people see Martha as a practical hostess, eager to make her guest welcome, to give him all he needs, while Mary is seen as useless, impractical and uncooperative, ignoring the basic human needs of the visitor, self-centeredly intent on her own spiritual progress. But this is not how the author of the cloud understood the story. He saw it as showing very clearly how Jesus taught that time spent in stillness and silence in the Lord's presence is better than time spent in active service of others, even of himself. But he goes into the story in some depth to draw out some points that he believes are important. First, he's very clear that Jesus loved both sisters equally. There's no indication he did not appreciate Martha's loving service. The Gospels elsewhere make it abundantly clear that Jesus enjoyed many such social occasions, eating with a great range and variety of people, reputable and disreputable, religious and unreligious, saints and sinners, friends and enemies. Martha and Mary are both saints, he insists, and humble and practical service in, is one way in which his disciples can show their love for one another. The point at issue for him is that Martha is heard and observed by Jesus to be so distracted that she puts her own desire to be a good hostess above all other considerations, such as courtesy and good manners towards both her sister and her guest. In her fussiness, she has failed to recognise the opportunity she had for putting aside practical tasks for a quiet time of listening. Lord, do not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself. Tell her then to help me. Jesus wisely refuses to do what she tells him to do. He doesn't take sides in a family dispute. He offers instead some friendly advice, some spiritual direction, we might call it. Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part. But what is this better part that which Jesus commends? That is left for the reader's imagination. Our cloud author has his own interpretation, which we shall now explore. For him, the essence of what Mary is doing is exactly what his original reader, his novice monk, is being instructed to do when he attempts contemplative prayer. In a beautiful phrase, Arthur writes, she is hanging her love and her longing desire on this cloud of unknowing. 
even though she may appear to be sitting quite still in her rest and ease, as he puts it elsewhere, she is far from idle. She is actively doing her work of prayer. It is a job requiring constant attention, not so much to Jesus' physical human presence, he says, as to his divine presence. A divine presence which cannot be seen or intellectually comprehended, but can be embraced only by love and longing desire by loving darts of love, as he puts it. So she has to discard all unwanted thoughts, all superficial emotions, even all devotional prayers, any ideas, any images. In our author's words, Mary is teaching herself to love something in this life she could not see clearly in her reason by the light of her understanding, nor yet feel truly in her emotions in the sweetness of love. Chapter 16 so the Mary of this story, our author suggests, may not yet fully know God, for God remains always beyond the grasp of all human knowledge. But her work of contemplative prayer is nevertheless the better part. This is because she is teaching herself to love something which she cannot see clearly with her mind, only with her heart. Notice those two words, teaching herself. Our cloud author clearly sees how spiritual progress comes about when we come to recognize for ourselves profound spiritual truth. Here speaks a master of spiritual direction. Mary says, looking towards God with little silent words arising out of her heart. So the cloud author writes, she attended with all the love of her heart. From that she would not be diverted by anything she saw or heard spoken or done around her but sat with her body quite still, with many secret and eager thrusts of love into that high cloud of unknowing between her and her God. Now how do we interpret this Gospel story in today's world? Perhaps we may think that the two sisters represent two different personality types, extrovert Martha and introvert Mary. But it seems to me to be more insightful to think of the two sisters as representing two aspects of one personality and two essential aspects of the church. Whoever we are, all of us, as Jesus himself did, need to take regular time off to engage in deep reflection indeed in this prayer of the heart called contemplative prayer or silent meditation. Otherwise, like Martha in the story, we will lose our way, become fragmented without harmony in ourselves and with others. At the same time, health-giving churches need to be both active in society and also offer resources for reflection, retreats and contemplative prayer. As the great 20th century Jesuit theologian Karl Rahner prophesied, in the days to come you will either be a mystic that is, one who has experienced God for real in your heart by regular contemplative prayer or nothing at all.